0: That means the banjo people got to me and they got to HK and were probably chained to some trees squealing like pigs. This is what I need. I am old school. I need just a little bit of this kind of stuff. I know we're all in a rush to get in each other's pants. Trust me, I'm that way too. But there's also this element of building the anticipation that you just need to have. I'm gonna fucking tear this guy apart. I want to totally get lost in him physically. There is an art to seduction. And some men know this. The men that know this are fucking deadly. That's my intention. He's going to be fucking craving me. I wanna rock his world and leave him totally sated, but wanting more. everyone. Welcome to the Career School Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, guys. So excited to share this time with you. I hope you guys have been having a great start to your summer. I know I'm kicking it off pretty good. I can't wait to kind of tell you about some of those little insights, all the fun little hot dates I have planned and what's coming up. But before I get to that, I want to remind you guys, if you have not listened to some of these past episodes that I've got out there, uh, I just did episode 395 with Sextras. They are a podcast and you will love those two ladies. Give that a listen. That was just this past Saturday Super fun. I really love talking to women of all ages and all different generations, really getting into it. It's so fascinating how, you know, to kind of compare and contrast just the way sex and sexuality lands with everybody in different age groups. And a lot of the struggles are the same throughout time, but some of them are, I think, kind of becoming a little more obsolete which is nice because I feel like there is a positive change going on, you know, with people and their sexuality and the communities. And just, I feel like these conversations are becoming more organic and easy to have and people are less bunged up than they used to be. And then also it's just kind of fun to sort of, and and a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess, I don't know, it makes me feel good that some of this stuff is just universal, that everybody struggles with it. It's carried out throughout the generations when it comes to dating and sexuality and hookups and all that. It's a process, and it's not easy. And uh, it was just a really fun interview that I did, and I definitely want you guys to check it all out. And check out their podcast, too. They are great. You will love them. Honey and Maria, they are fantastic. And then also, oh my gosh, guys, did you get the last Tuesday's episode (laughs) where Nico got his punishments or punishments however you want to term those he's still digging his way out of the doghouse but you know what I don't think I mentioned was I made him I don't I can't believe I left this little tidbit out this is like the best the best punishment of all was I did make him wear my old collar and I put that on him and he he became my ex-dom's cum (laughs) slut and when he's better And when he earns it, maybe someday he'll have a collar that says Layla's come slut on it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how he does. But yes, that was very fun still just uh and the punishments are coming in guys don't you can send those like i love your ideas you guys are fantastic some of you are very creative and very devious and thank you so much i love you for it you're giving me fantastic ideas i always love your input absolutely but you know just kind of speaking of the whole dating scene and the struggles with it over time and how it's changed and how some things have stayed the same. I did kind of get a little bit of burnout recently, not gonna lie. I just, I literally was like, my phone is blowing up. I'm ha- there's too much going on on the field app, like, l- there's too many conversations going at once. I cannot keep track of it all. And I just felt a little overwhelmed, like, fuck, I don't having the same conversation and starting with the same monotonous stuff time after time after time is you got to really have the stomach for it. You have to, I personally have to be in the right mindset when I'm, if I'm irritated or PMS or just not having a great day, like that is not the place for me to be. I am not in the right mindset. I can't, I don't have the patience for people's bullshit. I just kind of like, you know, just without warning, disconnected from a lot of people. I'm like, fuck this. I just, you know, I don't have the time to talk to this person. And it's, it's really just kind of, I I can get in this aggro mode with it where I'm like, listen, this is my fucking process. You either get in line and follow the fucking process or you're done. And done that just. With no warning. It's just like, boop, out of there. What I would love to say about that is, guys, if you're on a dating app, the sad truth is, or a hookup app, the sad truth is that you are way outnumbered. So I've heard statistics that it's like, for every nine guys, there's one woman. For every... And, th- and that's not even talking about whether or not the woman is actually like down to meet and have... St- some casual relationship with you or not, you know, or what it's hard, you know, it's very hard. And so women are flooded, inundated with men on these apps. And if you don't do anything to stand out, that's why these low energy profiles and things like that, it's just like, why even go on there? Like what's going to happen is you're on there and nobody's going to be responsive to you. They're going to be mirroring back to you the effort that you put in there. You're just thinking, oh, it's like, it's going to be like shooting fish in a barrel. No, it's you and eight other swinging dicks going after the same girl. So what are you going to do? You know, you got to make some effort, do some things. I don't know, read some books, make your something about you stand out. <laughs> and it's just kind of like these low effort men. I don't know. I, I don't know. So lately it's just been bugging me and sometimes I don't even, you know what? Sometimes it's not even like, doesn't phase me at all. I'm like, Oh, whatever. But recently I think, cause I've been trying to get a lot done myself. And then when I start to try to do all this dating, you know, all this, the pre-qualification stage, which is not that sifting and sorting isn't the funnest part. I'm like everybody else. So I want to get to the good stuff quickly too, but I have a process for it. It ensures that I don't waste my time and especially that I don't waste anybody else's time. And so, you know, guys, if you're talking to a woman and she sort of like tells you, hey, let's get on a video chat and talk, get on the fucking video chat. I mean, isn't that what you want? Don't you want to start moving this process along? Because I have a process, I will move it along quickly. But work with me here, guys. Just don't be. Stupid and weird about it. You know, I was like, oh, you know, like they're worried that you're going to be some catfisher. And I'm kind of worried that you're going to be some catfisher too. And my reasonable way of solving that is let's get on a video call. We can see each other face to face. I'm not afraid to verify. Are you? Why are you afraid to verify? Why don't you want to get on there? That raises red flags. But I don't have time to sit and, you know, figure out like all the bullshit that's holding you back as I'm being inundated. So, do yourself a favor and you know, if the woman is suggesting that you get on a video call and wanting to move it forward, do it. I mean, even if she's, listen, your fear is probably that she's not who she says she is, right? Well, don't you want to figure that out <laughs> as fast as possible? Worst case scenario is you get on there and she's, she is a catfisher or it's a dude or it's, she wants to direct you to her. All she's trying to do is get you to go to her OnlyFans and buy her premium content You'll figure it, then you'll know, and then you can move along. But I have a zero desire to sit there and just chat, you know, and text away and swap pics to jack off to, because I don't need that. I'm not jacking off. Anytime I want to get laid or satisfied sexually, I have a way to do that very quickly. So... (laughs) Just work with us, guys. Work with us, please. Yeah, I've just had some lately, some total goofballs. (laughs) So yeah, and since there's been so much going on, and lately I've been, God, I've been just experiencing burnout, and I've been feeling, you know, uh, a little bit, not of my wit's end, but you deal with a lot of dinglings, and nobody's striking your fancy, and then you feel overwhelmed, and there's so many messages in your inbox, and it's blowing up, you know, with on the dating apps, and you're like, oh my God, you know, and you're kind of there's a little bit of FOMO. What if I don't get back to anybody? But I'm overwhelmed, and I can't have the same conversation over and over. Because these conversations in the beginning are redundant. And, you know, I think we're all just trying to get through them as fast as we can, but sometimes I don't have the bandwidth for it. Like I need to just, that's why, you know, last weekend I was like, fuck it. I'm not even going to check or look all weekend. I need like three solid days, no dating apps, nothing. I need to just dial it back. So just when I'm at that moment where I feel like, why am I doing this? I question myself, does anybody care? Does this make a difference in the world? What the hell? Have I been spinning my wheels for the last seven years? You know, I get going, I get circling the drain, is what I call it. I just get going on that mental roller coaster. And then I'll check my email and then and then I'll get some lovely messages, you know, ones like this from this is from N. And she says, just listen to your podcast about Bloom. I've been a fan of theirs as they turn me on like mad. I took advantage of your offer for the annual subscription because you reminded me how much I love listening to the stories. I appreciate your podcast as a 49-year-old recently divorced. Finally getting to explore my sexuality. I've actually had one of the Lovin's toys, and I use it with several of my guys that are far away. Keep up the great work. You inspire me to continue to explore. M. God love you. You are a beautiful, fantastic, wonderful woman. Thank you so, so much. Yes, I am so proud of you for exploring. And that last sentence right there where you said that I continue to inspire you to explore, you don't know how much that means to me. It literally, this is why I am doing this, guys. It is not for the money. It is not that profitable. I mean, for some people, it would be. I just I just live a high dollar life. <laughs> an expensive female. So, you know, what I think what a lot, what this makes for a lot of people, they'd be like, oh God, that's great money. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I mean, and so I I appreciate the fact that I can monetize, but it's not my motivation for doing this, right? It's that the message gets out there. It's that I can lead by example. It's that people will hear these stories and be able to just track the whole journey of it and see parts of themselves in me and be able to apply that to their life in whatever way, shape, or form that feels natural, good, and right for you. But I do, you guys know that I do hope to turn the tide of normalizing talks about sex and sexuality and that we don't have to change terms and talk about this stuff like we're five it's really ridiculous. I, I feel very strongly that lack of education on sex and sexuality, and a, I'm talking age-appropriate, of course, and also just the fact that we use, even nowadays, grown-ups have to use stupid terms and change the terms of proper words and things and the way that we talk about or hint at something sexual, like on social media or something like that. It's ridiculous. We are grown ass adults. And I feel that that is part of the problem that leads to, you know, the dark side of sexuality because things cannot, bad things, it's harder for bad things to happen in the light. And the more that we suppress this stuff and the more that we push it down, it just creates a larger environment for things that aren't favorable, you know? And like I said, I just call bullshit on it. So thank you. I appreciate it. And you inspire me. So thank you very much. Okay. And this next one, these just made my day guys too. Like literally I got these. It's weird how you will be, um, I'll be in a mood and then all of a sudden it feels like every time I need it, I'll get this burst of positive feedback, you know, where I like my, I get a bunch of messages and I'm like, wow, there we go. Okay. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep plugging away. I'm not going to end it in year seven. I'm going to keep going. Okay. And this next one is from T and he says, "Uh, thanks. Love listening to your exclusive, luscious, mental body, penis, stimulating content. Can you share fully naked and explicit pics and vids willing to donate? Okay. The answer to that T t is no, no, my love. I'm so sorry, but I do appreciate you asking and I understand I will, you know, I've, the raciest I get is what you've already experienced on the private podcast. I don't have any intentions. I want to be open about that. I don't have intentions to do OnlyFans. I don't have intentions to, you know, turn the private podcast into, you know, when it converts to the community into a place where I'm, like I said, showing full sex acts or any of that the closest you get is like little audio outtakes from encounters and it's just noises (laughs) they're spicy noises but uh yeah i mean that's as far as i go i know where my line is and that's it but i thank you for asking and i appreciate that you want more and i mean that makes me feel good but nah i can't do it okay here's another one uh this is from uh, i like this guy he says he just changed his name to layla fan layla fanatic good all right, Layla Fanatic, here's what he had to say. He says, uh, I've watched, Layla, I've watched your talent for quite some time. What impresses me most is your genuine, authentic sense of self. You're uniquely real and approachable. I feel you let us into your world quite naturally and comfortably. I'd be grateful for the opportunity to connect. Of course, if you would grant such a wish, I'd pay generously. Venmo. <laughs> Layla Fanatic, I know, same answer, my love thank you so much. I appreciate it. It does. Listen, it feels great to be desired and wanted. It really, really does. And I mean, from the bottom of my heart, like I really do. Thank you. But the truth about that kind of thing is, and to just sort of go back over what I said in that previous message to T, I would if I were to ever even consider that for someone, I would charge something so outrageous. Like everybody has their price, right? You could make an offer that I couldn't refuse. I don't know what that is, but certainly everybody has a price. Not, I mean, not everybody, but most people have a price, right? I could rationalize in my head doing a one-off if it was, for a fucking shit ton of money. (laughs) So that option is there. It's just probably nobody would ever throw out a number I would even consider or consider countering on. But hey, shit, throw it out there. You know, (laughs) maybe, you know, maybe you would. And don't ask me to start first because there's no way I'm going to bid against myself. So and you know what they say, the first person to make an offer is losing. So that's all right. If you just want to engage me and get a read, you could. <laughs> like, let's be honest. If somebody said a million dollars, you'd be like, there we go. Wire it. Let's get it. Let's, let's get it in an escrow account and have a contract and off we go. Your funds are released <laughs> once, once I deliver. Yes, I would totally do that. I mean, just being honest, like I said, I would say yes to a million dollars, you know, for sure. That, I, I'm not saying that's a, that's the only amount I would say yes to, but somebody just threw that out there and they meant it. Fuck yeah. Who wouldn't? Come on. Most people would. Why not? Anyway, let's see. Next message is from L says hi Layla all the way from Australia so great listening to your podcast keep up the good work we love you I love you too yay I love my Aussies hello to the Australians thank you guys so much for listening I know I do have a fair amount of people that listen to me in Australia and that's fantastic thank you guys I love you and last one is from we'll say E here and she says hi Layla I'm a Norwegian woman. Sorry if my English is bad. I've been listening to your podcast for several years now. Having heard every single episode, I just heard your episode from May 9th. I really just want to make an input regarding your last voicemail. The man who has a wife who no longer wants sex. I have been... Oh, that you must have listened to, to Steve. You must have listened to Steve. Okay, I, I don't know. I wasn't sure what episode. I'm assuming that's a Steve I really just want to make an input regarding your last voicemail, the man who has a wife who no longer wants sex. I've been with my husband for 12 years, and already after two years, the sex started to fade in year three. We no longer had sex once a month. By the time the third year was over, we had already reached the point that he only wanted sex every six months or less. In year four, we had sex once. Etc. I started talking to him about what was wrong already in year two. If I could do something differently, but the answer was, or if I could do something differently, but the answer was nothing. I'm none the wiser now in year 12. We had agreed in year three that I could be in a one-sided open relationship and that, and have a lot of joy and pleasure with my partners over the years. But that's a completely different story. You said in your podcast, but what if the role, the reverse, reverse the roles. How could a woman take it if her partner didn't want to have sex anymore? Women are more sensitive, not to mention all that fucked up shit about our self image. Well, I'm writing to tell you that yes, it eats away at your self image. It breaks you down mentally. It's tough and harsh, and it robs you of the most important thing you have intimacy of your partner. And it can cause irreparable damage, both to the relationship, the partnership, and the cohesion. I've never met or heard anyone in my situation, so maybe it's not that common. I'm very open about our one-way open relationship, talking both with sex partners, my immediate family, and generally everyone who is curious about our relationship. And what I encounter is a lot of shock, disbelief, and surprise at how it's possible to have a man who does not want sex more than once a year. Feel free to read my email on your podcast to reference the content there, as I think it's a total antithesis to all these men who have non-sexual wives. I love your podcast, what you're trying to do, talking openly about sex and destigmatizing. Greetings, a curious girl. She says she actually calls herself, uh, uses a curious in her title on dating apps. Well, my goodness. You know what? I thank you for this and thank you for allowing me to read it because yes, I think it's definitely less popular with women, less current with women. However, you know, that they have, I'm sorry, that let me clarify that they have a male partner that doesn't want sex, but I have heard of it. Men lose their libidos and their sex drives too. And guys, it's probably, you need to go have your hormones checked. Go get your hormones checked. Or you're on a medication that suppresses your sex drive and your libido. So many of the things that we're on that you won't think, you know, because your doctor's prescribing this might be, you know, something for concentration or focus. It might be something for mild depression, you know, everything has a counterbalance and you know, you may not be depressed, but you don't want to have sex. And so, you know, you've got to find a way to balance this stuff. And so it does happen to men. And like I said, there's just various, various reasons, but I don't know if your husband's been to see a doctor or not, you know, but sounds like he doesn't want to, or you maybe has and whatever the solution is, he doesn't want to do, but what you said about, uh, and you explained it so well about being felt, you know, just being, feeling unwanted, undesired, especially by your partner, the person that this is the person you said through good times and bad times. And I feel like people are willing to work through a lot, but for some reason, when the sex is off, it's like, Nobody wants to, people don't want to work on it. You know, it's just like, well, this is just how it is. You know, okay, we're going to live in a sexless marriage. And for most people, that is not satisfactory. But I also want to point out that from what I've heard about what this person, this lady said about how she feels, men feel that too. We kind of assume that it would be more of the woman who felt rejected or like they're not enough or, their partner's not attracted to them and their body. Now we may may internalize that in different ways because we're fucked up in our heads about body image and it's just one more thing you can throw on the heap. But men feel this way too. They have that same initial reaction. And why this always makes me sad and what I want people to understand if they're not connecting with their partners and there's a mismatch, how your partner is feeling. They may be acting gracious about it because... They wanna work it through with you, but you have to know what you're putting them through. And if you're not sure, go back and listen to what she said. Replay that part. You know, I mean, she said it fucks up your self-image. It breaks you down mentally. It robs you of the most important thing you have, the intimacy of your partner. If you are married and you signed up for Till Death Do Us Part, that's also, you are relying on that other person to feed that need, that need for intimacy. And to shut that off, I think is cruel. I really do. I think people that don't want to address it with their partner. Now they seem to have something worked out, but ultimately it's not the ideal, right? I mean, I'm sure this is what she wants to connect with her husband. Not a bunch of dudes outside of her marriage. And I think that most men feel the same way and would be quite happy. You know, if they're good guys, they would be, they want it with you. They want it with their partner. So, you know, really think about that because it is very, I'm sorry to say, it's very selfish to cut someone off like that. It's kind of cruel in my opinion. So, think about it. You know, if you're, if you, and I'm speaking, cause it's usually the women that do this. You're probably thinking he doesn't have feelings or it doesn't bother him so much or, Oh, he's a man. So he should just take it or whatever. Hey, I'm closed for business. I fucking, you know, I'm exhausted. I've had my babies. I've, you know, whatever. I'm a breadwinner too. And yeah, everybody's tired. Everybody's got something right. But you kind of promise thick and thin with this person. And I think you need to do whatever it takes to get to an agreement or come to an understanding that we're going to work this through. We're going to come up with something we can both live with and be happy about. doesn't mean it not, not everybody's going to get a hundred percent with what they want, but you're going to be able to bridge that gap. And hopefully, you know, just and keep that emotional intimacy there alive and connected and not most married people do not want to live together like just roommates. They didn't get married so that one day that they could convert that marriage into a life of celibacy staring at a stranger across the room that they don't connect with. there said my piece. I've said it before, but I'm sure and I'm sure I'll say it again, but I really feel like, this was very powerful. Thank you so much for this email and thank you for letting me share it. All right, so now onto the, the rest of the fun stuff. But like I said, I really just hit this point where I was like, oh my God, there was so much going on. I finally just, I didn't even, I, I've been staying off there for days and days and days in a row because I need some downtime and I need to disconnect which is why I'm going next week to a cabin in the woods. (laughs) Yes, I want to give everybody a heads up. I'm going to a cabin in the woods next week. And I think HK is going to join me. First, I was just going by myself. But then I thought, well, fuck, what if there's banjo people? (laughs) If you guys have never seen Deliverance, that's what I'm referencing. What if there's banjo people? I need... I need, uh, you know, I don't really know how, I don't know how dicey it gets in the, I don't know, remote areas of Florida. I haven't lived here that long. I I don't know the lay of the land. If I was in California, I'd be like, don't go there. But I don't really know that. So anyway, I'm going to this shipping container place, which I love shipping containers. Like I've always thought they were so cool, how people rehab them and do all that stuff. Anyway, or make, you know, make them into a, a dwelling so I'm going to be staying in this shipping container and, um, with no internet. And again, that's why I'm like banjo people. (laughs) I don't want to take my gun. So I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take HK. I know he'll defend me. He's a man. (laughs) He's a real man. But, um, I'm going to read books. I'm going to use my new camera. I got a new camera, you guys. So I can take fun pictures, better pictures for the private podcast and also for when I go, when I do my live. So I'm getting, I'm. it's a better camera than my, you know, cheapy little camera that sits externally from my computer that I do my uh, video, you know, video stuff with when I'm interviewing people or they're interviewing me now I'm kind of getting more into, I'm going to have a professional camera. And so I'm excited about it. And, and I, I've always wanted to get into photography. So I'm going to be, I'll be communing with nature, reading some books, eating great food off the grid, going for hikes. Hopefully HK is the only human being I lay my eyeballs on and Yeah, I'm excited. Like just to totally disconnect. I haven't done it in so, so long. HK is so good about not wanting to be connected all the time. I mean, like he doesn't get on his phone very often. I love that about him. I'm like, Jesus, I really want to, I aspire to be like that, to be just low data. I don't want, I mean, it's terrible. I've got I feel like I'm wired up to something all the time, you know. And this is going to be fun for me. So, if all of a sudden there are no more episodes coming, and you and I just completely disappear, it's you will know what happened. That means the banjo people got to me, and they got to HK, and we're probably chained to some tree, squealing like pigs. I mean, <laughs> wait a minute now. Hmm, that could be fun. No, (laughs) not as a consent, non-consent. Yes, but please just, I don't want this happening to me. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that and disconnecting and just, you know, clearing my head, kind of centering, grounding, refocusing, all that good stuff. I think we all need that from time to time. And especially after my what feels like laborious attempts at meeting people and trying to be fast and furious about it, I kind of need a break. But here's the good news I do have some really fun first dates coming up, and I'm super excited about it. The one I'm really excited about, you guys, is I met this guy we well we already had our first date and he is uh, a young doctor and his name is julian obviously not his real name but uh it's actually kind of nice on field because people give themselves a nickname so i can kind of go with that so i'm going with that it makes me think of and it kind of reminds me of uh He's got salt and pepper hair, even though he's, he went, I think he went, he said he went gray. Like he started salt and peppering when he was really young, like really, really young, like 14 or something. And he's got this gorgeous, like salt and pepper hair and he's in really good shape and he's just got a good energy about him. And when I met him, went and met him for the first time, it was one of those dates that, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's going to be like an hour. We'll chit chat. And if I like him, you know, then we'll set our next meet up. So it was a meet and greet. We closed the place down. We actually went to two places. We went from our first location to another place. And it just went, was one of those, okay, you know, you meet early because you're like, let's just grab a drink, you know, and that's non threatening or, you know, like it, and it's not even dinner time yet. It's right before dinner time. And then we sat there talking for so long and just really hitting it off. And we're like, vibing really well and and there's this great chemistry and we're both like oh my god you know we're both commenting on how nice it is how refreshing it is and just how like good it feels and then we you know extend that to dinner and and you know and then we're sitting there and when we left you know he was like can I hold your hand and walk me to my car and I'm like Oh my God, yes. Uh, This is what I need. I am old school. I need just a little bit of this kind of stuff. I know we're all in a rush to get in each other's pants. Trust me, I'm that way too. But there's also this element of building the anticipation that you just need to have and that you want. And it's fun. I mean, because now... We've been looking forward to getting together. And when we, when we get together tomorrow night, I mean, like, now I'm ready. I'm like, I want to fucking tear this guy apart. I want to totally get lost in him physically. Now, that is a place that I, I don't usually show up the first time that I'm supposed to have sex with someone with that intention, like feeling that feeling because it's usually so rushed. Just give me one fucking date when you're not just trying to get me right straight to the bedroom. I appreciate that somebody finds me attractive, but there is an art to seduction. And some men know this. The men that know this are fucking deadly. The men that know this, that know how to subtly lead a woman into an encounter where she is just dying to fuck you. Now, that's hard to do. And I don't think a lot of men understand that element or that aspect. And it doesn't take that much fucking work, guys. It really doesn't. It just takes being a little bit observant. And I don't mean to sound condescending when I say that. I really, really don't. It's just seduction is a lost art. I appreciate a good seduction. I like to give as good as I get, by the way. I'm always trying to seduce someone. Like, let me see how I can seduce this man. How I can get under his skin, how I can make him think of me when I'm not around, wonder what I'm doing, memories of me or, you know, things we've done in the past cross his mind. When he thinks of me, he's turned on. He's getting that like dopamine hit. That's what people need to be better at in general. I won't just say men. I mean, I don't know because I don't date women, but I, I believe that women, you know, I just think seduction is not something that we study very often. And I honestly feel like Julian is a good seducer. It was the perfect leaning in at the right time, little touches, little grazes, constant eye contact, like a guy that can stare me in the eyes for a long period of time and hold my gaze because I'm going to be locked in on you. I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm taking in all of this, this data, you know, and I'm very quickly categorizing you. And I can tell you, I am 99.9% certain that our sex is going to be pretty fucking explosive. And I just am like, and now, but see where he has me, that a lot of guys won't have me at that first encounter is i i'm fully ready to open up to him i i'm not going to be feeling weird anxious it's going to feel natural and i mean it already does it feels like it just it's just natural and flowing and my clit is throbbing <laughs> and that's really what You know, that's what you want. I want someone to come through those doors and just be like, I am so fucking excited to touch her, to smell her, to taste her, to experience her body, to see what it's like, how I can arouse her, how she gets wet for me, how I stimulate her, how she's going to touch me make me feel like let's get lost in the moment together and just enjoy each other's bodies and mm, this like this moment in time together. And that's what I'm after. Like that is what I want. And I haven't like, I haven't run across somebody that like, boom, like straight away made me feel that way in a while. And so this is exciting. And not that a lot of people we will build to that, And I'm always pretty comfortable, right? You guys know, you've listened to me as a general rule. Like, I don't get, I'm not like, oh, I'm nervous. You know, like, no, you know, I'm not nervous. But it's kind of like, do you want me to have mechanical sex with you? Or do you want me to really be all about you? It's up to you. It's actually within your power to make that happen. And really with not much work, all you really need to do is have a little bit, just a smidge of restraint, because we're so used to, women are so used to men just leading with the sexuality and wanting the sexuality and wanting the sex. And we all want that, but use a little, just hold back just a little bit. And I guarantee that will fire uh, most women they will fill in that blank. They will fill in that gap for that energy. Like they're going to come towards you because we're used to men just always coming towards us, at us, at us, at us. And so this, just this slight little hold back. Oh my God. It makes all the difference, makes all the fucking difference. So, Hmm. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And like I said, I'm, I'm bringing my A plus game. Like I want to seduce the shit out of this guy. Like he's going to be craving me. That's my intention. He's going to be fucking craving me. I want to rock his world and leave him totally sated, but wanting more like that's, see, I don't, I don't approach every encounter with that energy. I'm like, oh, this will be fun or yes, I know we're, you know, I I know I'm going to get off and he's going to get off and that'll be great. We'll have fun. But no, this is a different level. And I want this is the level that I want to be at. Like why have mediocre sex? Why have why not ha- be thrilled and completely fucking wanting someone? And I I love having something to look forward to. I I know I've said this before. When I was growing up, you know, my mom, whatever she made, you know, you're going you to, ate, you ate it. But let's say there was a veggie on my plate that I didn't want to eat peas or asparagus. Or back then I didn't like Brussels sprouts, but now I love them. Still don't like asparagus, by the way. <laughs> So what, like, you know, she'd have this great meal and I would be like, oh, you know, and I was, I'd come in from after sports and I was hungry. My mom was like, she was such a good mom. She had food on the table at five, five o'clock while you walked in the door, it was like, she was ready feeding her man and feeding her child. Right. And, um, make just, she, she loved taking care of the family. She loved feeding, you know, taking care of me and, I would have to just eat the vegetables first, scarf them down, whatever veggie, I, whatever it was I didn't like, I would eat that first because then I could enjoy and really savor the best part of the meal. And that's Delaying—that's called delaying gratification. So I'm just by nature, you know, I don't mind delaying gratification. I don't want to wait forever, but I love the buildup. I love the anticipation. I love having something to look forward to. It's fantastic. Like I just love it. And so that's how I feel about sex. Like there should be a little wanting, a little yearning. Ugh, it's hot. You know, keep each other on on your on their on your toes. And yeah. I just can't. And I'm I'm super excited. Like, you know what else is? I don't know. Like, I have no idea how big his dick is. I've seen a picture of it. That was actually kind of funny. We were so comfortable with each other. It, it's hard to tell. Like, it looks big. But, you know, like pictures, honestly, it's always kind of hard to tell, right? Because you don't, you just need to see it. Like, there's there's been some dicks where I've seen a picture of it and beforehand. I was like, yeah, it looks big or it looks average. And then you see it and you're like, holy shit, that's big. And then other times it looks big when you're like, oh yeah, that's average. So it looks to me like it's pretty decent sized. Not that I'm a size queen or anything, but I—it's he has a nice head to shaft ratio, which you guys know I like. I'm all about the golden ratio. <laughs> He's got the dick golden ratio. That's for sure. For what I like. And so, yeah, I'm just Mm, I'm excited. And so, and, and I'm like, I build it up in my mind and I sit and I think about like all the ways I'm going to touch him and, you know, like all the fun little scenarios and the toys and just like how I want him to touch me and how I'm going to touch him and just special little tricks of the little secrets that I do when I'm with a partner and, you know, that I'm going to bring out my A game and, Make him feel amazing. And I just know it's going to be totally reciprocal. I know we're just going to completely like devour each other. And mm, I'm so looking forward to that. So I don't want to jinx myself, but it is tomorrow night. (laughs) And we were just texting this morning. And you know what? He's got the nicest text from him. It's like something so simple as all he did was say, I'm so excited to see you tomorrow. How simple is that? Do you know, like, that right there just fires me up. Simple, subtle, but that right there goes a long, long way. And I had said, like, oh, I, I can't wait to explore your body. Like, you know, I, it's just going to be my little playground. I cannot wait. And I know that he's thinking the same thing. So I'm very excited. I cannot, I cannot wait to get into this you know that I will definitely be filling you in on that. that <laughs> I think we're going to have some fun Tuesdays coming up, guys, because I also have uh, another date coming up with Golden Retriever. That'll be fun, too. We're having our... um, <laughs> We're actually... What's going dead. So I see him in a few days, and we have a bet I don't know. There's there's really not, I mean winning winning will be wi- losing will be winning, winning will be winning. But you guys know I mentioned I'm competitive. So what we're going to do is we're going to we're we're going to have a uh, uh we have a little wager going and what we're going to do is we're going to play some games. We're going to do pool, which he says he's a good pool player. So I will probably be crushed. He'll probably crush my ho- hopes and dreams with that one, but then we're gonna ax throw, and I think I'm gonna beat him. And I'm hoping, God. <laughs> and then we're gonna have, so our tiebreaker, which we feel we're kind of both evenly suited at is darts. So we're gonna kind of break it with, break, whoever wins, we're, we're kind of assuming that I'll win the ax throwing and he'll he'll win the pool. And then we'll have to break this tie with darts. And then it's like winner's choice. So let's see what happens, guys. Keep your fingers crossed for me because I'm competitive. I mean, you guys should be team Layla because, you know, you listen to me, not him. <laughs> you don't listen to his podcast. But um, anyway, so that's exciting, too. And he's really, you know what? Like, honestly, we're taking our time to kind of get to know each other a little bit better before we're sexual. We've had we've actually had a couple dates and now now we're going to and he's a good kisser and just all that good stuff. So yeah, I think I've got some some of these uh coming up Tuesdays are going to be very very fun. And you know, you never know what kind of fun I might get into even with the cabin in the woods. I mean, as I've mentioned that HK and I are not sexual, but the last time we were together, I the, the that tension, you know, you can only sort of stave that tension off for so long and I'm just trying to because of our long-term history and what we've been to each other, you know, trying not to fuck that up or cloud it up because I know how he feels about me seeing other people. And it's just not something that he wants me to be doing. I don't believe. So I'm sort of kicking that can down the road. so I can continue. I mean, I'm the curious girl. Come on get with the program. This is, this is who I am now. Anyway. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you guys have a great week. Be thinking about me because, you know, I'm going to be putting some strong sexual energy out there. I hope you guys feel it, pick up on it. I hope you guys have some fun this week. As always, you know, I share my stories with you. You can share yours with me. I love when you do. It's easy enough, guys. You just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You got five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to everybody, every single one of you. I listen to each and every message. If you're not hearing back from me, or you think it's I, you should have heard back from me. Check your spam. It does take me a couple of weeks now, guys. I'm being honest. It used to be like I could do it in like 72 hours. The volume, it's the volume. It's all there. There's a lot of messages to get through. I'm not complaining at all because I want each and every one. Do not be shy. Leave them. I love them. So grateful to be able to connect with you guys. It's really a blessing for me. I get the feedback. And, you know, as you heard at the beginning of this, like I need it sometimes. I really do. You know, you put all this energy out there and it's just nice. It's nice to hear back from you guys it's it it completely like when there's when i have i have a moment where i'm like why the fuck am i doing this does anybody give a shit and then i get these messages and i'm like oh my gosh yes i do make a difference it does matter so there we go all right everyone stay happy stay healthy stay safe love you so much bye thanks so much for listening and if you like what you hear refer me to a friend And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.